0: So today we have a fascinating piece on Daf Tzayin Amud um, which is two styles of leadership in the Torah and and the and the blend of them. It's like a huge a, a huge topic that just unraveled and comes out in these uh, in these words. It starts with a, a Rambam in Hilchas Melachim in the first peric of Hilchas Melachim. Uh, which brings firstly the Din Once you've anointed a king, he has the right to that throne and, and his children and his children's children forever. But any position of of appointment in Klan Yisrael. The children have the right to that, it's, it's theirs for, forever, it for, for, belongs to the family. Then the Rambam adds, That's provided the son can fulfill the father's role both in wisdom and in Chochmah, competence and character. The two most important leadership qualities. There's got to be competence and there's got to be character. If he has character but he doesn't have competence, he still gets the job, and you teach him the competence. Chokma can be learned, yira can't. If the person doesn't have yira himself, then uh, he doesn't have the right to it. And if somebody has Yerushalayim, even though they have a lot of chochma, he doesn't get a job, a position of leadership. Just imagine if this principle in leadership were practiced everywhere. That you need competence and character, but if you have to sacrifice one, you sacrifice competence for character. You have the right character, then and that was the, um, uh, those people who were violently anti-Trump. That was the issue. Uh, whether he's doing good work or he's not doing good work. Their issue was, how can you have somebody who's not a fine character? A question of Yerushma. So in leadership, it's a it's a really important quality. The Rambam lays it down, La Halacha. So let's talk a little bit about these two things. What's interesting is the Rambam adds this condition of Yerah and Chochmah, character and competence, to the other positions of, of Sarara, for other positions of leadership. He doesn't add it to the king one. The king one is automatic. And the others, there's a condition. So there are already two styles of leadership. There's one, once you appoint a king, even if the, the son or the grandson or the great-grandson doesn't have the character, he still gets the throne if he's the only one. Uh, because it belongs to him. Um, but, but other positions of leadership, there's a condition. There has, to be, there has to be character and preferably competence as well. We see these two styles of leadership being different, and we'll see them, how they come together. We see these two styles of leadership in our Gemara, where the Gemorrah says on Daftazayin and with Aleph, firstly, that we don't... Um, melech ta'un meshicha melech ben melech ta'un. A king at first needs anointment, but thereafter, the son, the grandson, there's no anointment, it just happens automatically. There's no coronation, so to say, no, no mishikah. So the father dies; the son takes over. However, Gadol Ben Gadol Ben Gadol every generation needs a new Meshicha. There has to be anointment. So you see, the two principles: the one is an automatic an, an automatic continuity; the other one needs an intervention. Something has to be done. It's not automatic that because you're the son of the King of God, you've just got it. You need meshicha as well. So we see an interesting, an interesting element in the difference between them. The um, what, what is the difference between them? So this uh, this is such an important principle that 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 I work, I work on a lot, and, and it's something so neglected in today's world. We live in two worlds all the time, we're living in we're living two lives parallelly. The one is our inner life and the one is our outer life. In my working with, with leadership clients around the world, I talk about the difference between status and stature. Status is how the world sees you, it's your job, it's your position, it's what you do, it's the things you have, the house you've got, the car you've got, the family you've got, the things you've got are all about your status. Your stature is is your, who you are inside, who you are as a human being. And we should be developing them both. They're both very important. We should be developing them both at the same time. We should be developing our status uh, as we get bigger, as we grow, as we get more, more authority, more power. That, that, that's a status issue. That's the way. And status helps us get things done. You get things done with status. Um, but character, the inner part of you, that also has to be developed. And what happens in the world generally is the outer part is developed and not the inner part. So as a person progresses further in their career, particularly if it's a leadership career or is building more and more wealth, they're developing all all the outer world stuff but not the inner world. So now you've got a pygmy of character who has the power of a giant and you can realize how dangerous that is. And that's where we are today mostly. Um, And we see it playing out in all sorts of areas. (coughs) And and today with social media, children are not developing the inner side because social media is not about inner. It's all about outer. Everything is out. So that difference between what we call Rishus HaYochid and Rishus HaRabim isn't there. The inner part has to be developed in the Rishus HaYochid. You do that very privately, very personally. The outer side you develop through interacting with people and doing things and arranging. That's your outer world. You grow your external, your exteriority. You grow by action. Your interiority, you grow by reflection, by learning, by davening, by meditation, by journaling, all these things that you do to spend time working on your inner self. But we don't spend time working on the inner self. We live in the outer world, and our inner world atrophies. It just gets smaller and smaller and weaker and weaker. And now you've got this very weak muscle inside and this very strong muscle outside. And nearly all of the leadership problems we have in the world stem from that disconnect. And we all have it to different to different degrees. A melech is primarily outer world stuff. He gets things done. He wages the war. He runs the country. A kohen is mainly inner world stuff. You don't see much of him. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not a public figure. Yes, we know there's a kohen godal, but he's not seen in public very often. And when he is, what's he doing? Avoid in the Beis Amikdash. And he's in the Bekot Shekadoshim. He's bringing. We can't even see him. It will be interesting to see when Mashiach comes, are they going to have cameras all over the place or are they going to preserve the, the inner sanctuary, meaning of the Beis Hamikdash? We don't know what goes on there. It's okay. The Kohen Godel has this enormous privacy around it. And so if you look at Malchus, that's, that's the stature stuff. That's external stuff. That's things that you have. You have a job. You have a position. You have stature. Things that you have pass on with Yerusha. Just like money passes on with Yerusha, it's automatic. The father dies, the child carries on. That's with things that you have. But with things you that you are, that can't be inherited. You can't inherit who you are. You can inherit what you have. If the father could be a tzaddik and a millionaire. He dies, the child is a millionaire. Is the child a tzaddik? No, not necessarily. That you're going to do yourself. The Queen godal is about character. That needs mishikha. You've got to make sure it's the right person. And... But melech is about the position. The Queen Godel has the right to it. The son has the right to the position. But it doesn't mean that the son gets it automatically. He has to be right in Kochma and Yero. What about other positions in Yisrael? Hagos Mamonius brings two mekoos for the Rambam's din. (coughs) The one meko he brings is from uh, the Sifri, which is from Hilchis Melachim in Dvorim. And the other he brings from the Sifra in Vayikron, Pasha Shmini, on outcoming Pasha, about Kohanim. Why does he bring them both? He brings two, two, a Sifra and a Sifri. Why does he bring them both? Because in the other positions, it's a blend of both. In the other positions, there's Malchus and there's Kuhuna. And that's why the Rambam says, in other positions, you need Chokhmah and you need competence. You need the inner space and you need the outer space. Because other positions of leadership are blends of the inner and the outer, blends of status and and stature. So that's a, that's a, 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 an incredibly important concept. Now, further on, the Gemara says, um, <clears throat> "Ein kohanim Melachim." Kohanim can't Melachim. Now that makes sense all of a sudden. When I learned the Gemara the first time, I thought to myself, "Why shouldn't Koanim be able to come, become Melachim?" That they would be the best melachim. The best melachim. Imagine I'm mean, a kohen, a tzaddi, would we'll be the melech hazeh. Well, no, ain't moshkim kohenim melachim. Omer Rabbi Yona, Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Anton Dara, Anton Dara'ya al sheim lo yasu shevit Yehuda. He brings the posuk for that that the kingdom should never leave shevit Yehuda. Omer Rabbi Chia Bar Ada leman yaarich yamim mamam lachtohu uvanav bekeriv Israel. We were told that in order that he shall have a long time on his on his throne in, amongst Israel, Maktiv Batre, what's written right after that, Loyela Malvim Alevim, afterwards it says that and Levim should not be included. Um, and we learn from that smicha sapsukim, from the fact that they're next to each other, we learned that the and Levim are excluded. The difference between these two sources seems that if we take the first pasuk of Lo Yosu Shavit MiYuda, it would seem that we're inclu- excluding anybody who's not a kohen. Whereas from the second pasuk, we're excluding only anybody who's not a Shavit Yehuda. And the second pasuk, we're excluding only Kohanim. Um, and and the Ramban, there's a Ramban in Parshas VaYechi, which I quote in the in the sheet, uh, where the Ramban learns that that difference. That this is primarily about um, about anybody anybody who's not Shavit Yehuda. But there's a fascinating Sheh that I found on Parashas Mikates, which touches on the very thing I've just been talking about, on what's the difference between a Kohen and a Melech, and why the one can't become the other. And he says, because Kohanim, listen to the words. I mean, I, I, I jumped from excitement when I saw this. Mishum de Avodatam Bechashai. Because a Kohen's Avoido is in secret. It's an inner place. That's not what a melech does. It's a different world that the kohen lives in. And further on, he says, Also, their midus are different. Ze chesed blita din klal. The kohen is all about chesed. Oyev chesed, shalom, It's all about chesed. That's what Kohuno is. But a king has to be. He has to have justice. He executes people. He passes He goes to war. You can't bring these two together. And the, the, um, the Shemishmul challenges the Rambam and suggests maybe that's actually Pshat in the Rambam, but he challenges the Rambam. And, and he says, the Rambam saying that this means that nobody can be a king. No, we've got cases, the Rambam himself says, sometimes we appoint people that isn't a good, a good person from Yehuda, so we appoint somebody else as a king. Says the Rambam, but it's not a real king. We don't do Mashicho, and that's what this means here, that you don't annoy him, but he functions like a king. Says, um, uh, and the Shemishmul says, yeah, that, that that that's fine, but this isn't talking about other people, and, and really you can be you can uh, anoint other people. This is talking specifically about kohanim. A kohen can't become a uh, a melech, and so when we think about leadership, our own leadership, the way we lead the people around us, and the way and and major positions of leadership, to understand these two poles, you've got the the melech model, which is about din, and you've got the Koin model, which is about chesed. One is an exterior life and one is an interior life. And the other positions in Mishra um, we see from the Rambam and the High Ghost, Mamoin is a blend of them both. You've got to be able to bring them together and have the midus of, of both of them. What are our, our great privileges, and this gave me a new insight into Sefer Tehillim. What is Sefer Tehillim? Sefer Tehillim is Dovid HaMelech saying, yes, I'm a public figure. I'm not Bechashayi like the Melech." And I'm in mean all about Din and, and, and Malchus. But there's a private David Amelech too. There's a Tzaddik David Amelech too. And you'll never see that because you just look at my palace and my guards and my wars and my courts. And you don't see who I am as a, as a private person. Let me show you. Let me open a window into my soul so that you can see the inner world of a Melech. And that's what Sefer Tehillim is. It's a, a window into the soul of a Melech, of a Dovidah Melech, showing us how the inner world, even of a king, works. But in terms of his role, his role is all outer. And the Queen Godel's role is all inner. Other cases of, of, of leadership have to be a blend of inner and outer.